Very well, mate. Yep, good to uh, be here. Good to be back. Yeah, and good to... Uh, do you like coming into a race with the pressure of defending title holder? Do you, does that enjoy... Is that a comfortable space for you? Um, yeah, it hasn't made too much difference. I've definitely been here. I think I've won it four times now, so... Um, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of used to it these days, but it always puts a target on your back. But uh, I think there's always a target on my back now. <laughs> you like that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good way to go. Yeah, just to um, keep them looking from behind. Okay, so how do you change the target or the the, the font or the the position? What what do you change to put everyone off? What was the point to put you on? What what has to change from from year to year and event to event for such a seasoned athlete like yourself? Yeah, I think, um, uh, yeah, for me, a bit of variety. Uh, I definitely change it up within the events I do. Um, and then I've been working with a new coach the last sort of year and a half, so I've sort of worked a lot on my cycling. Um, so I can use that a bit more as a tool uh, rather than survival these days. And, uh, yeah, my swim and my run's kind of been there for a while now. So, um, yeah, hopefully put all three together and, and leads to a good race. Now, how can you determine how well your biking's going under this new coach? What do you look at parameters-wise? How do you know that actually things are working under this person? Um, a, a bit of a mixture. So you obviously got results uh, from different events, different races last year where uh, yeah, things stacked up uh, with some of the best in the world. And uh, and then you got power numbers and heart rates, speeds, cadence, uh, all the data kind of metrics that you can use that you can capture on your bike uh, at that point in time. So a guy like you who's been around the traps and you've done a lot of racing and a lot of different formats and disciplines, is it quite confronting for you to go, actually, I need to lift my cycle game? I've not been good enough. How does that sit with you? Yeah, it's probably been, I mean, it was a few years of that, really. Uh, yeah, and obviously COVID put a bit of a dampener in there to um, be able to test what my games were uh, through those times. So, um, yeah, it took a bit of work, a bit of reset to go back to kind of square one and, and figure out kind of what was the best training for me, what seemed to develop the best um, speed and power. And, uh, yeah, obviously worked a lot with a bike company as well to work on aerodynamics and, and the bike itself and how it fitted me and how I could carry all my nutrition for race day. And do you want to give them a bit of kudos? Who are you biking? Who's your ride? Yeah, I've been riding for Felt Bicycles, this American-based company, um, very much triathlon road-based uh, company. And, uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been three years with those guys and we've put a lot of kind of work into aerodynamics. So I spent a lot of time in the velodrome uh, testing CDA uh, scores to make sure that uh, we're sort of getting every bit of speed we can out of the bike and out of me. So, Braden Curry is our guest. That last year, you were second Ironman Asia-Pacific. You won this event. You won the Coast to Coast, third in the Ironman World Champs. What changes this time out? Are you still focused on a similar series of events? What are you, what are you looking at? Um, I think probably the pretty exciting thing about uh, triathlon um, at the moment is the evolution of what's PTO, so Pro Triathlon Organisation, um, which is starting a big kind of world tour this year. So, yeah, there's definitely some new races put in there. Um, we'll go from here to Tasmania um, in a couple of weeks, races 70.3 there, then back to Ironman New Zealand, then over to Ibiza for a race, uh, then Singapore, and then, um, yeah, a bit of a block in Europe, Girona, uh, World Champs, Ironman World Champs in Nice, and then to... Uh, I can't even say somewhere in the Arab Emirates. I uh, can't even remember the name of the place um, for a final race, sort of October. 
plenty on your plate, no doubt about that. And before we let you go to carry on your prep, how do you approach a, a super flat race like this one in Tauranga? It's just balls to the wall, isn't it, pretty much? Yeah, pretty much. There's not, not too much to it in the way of technical um, you know, climbing and, and descending, things like that. So, uh, yeah, a lot of it's just uh, focusing on, on maximal speed uh, at that point of time, uh, every sort of minute of the race and minimising um, any kind of little stuff-ups you might make. So just, you know, making sure that you planned it well. Um, nutrition and hydration's on form. Um, it tends to get pretty warm here. Uh, you know, towards the end of the race at 10 or 11 o'clock. So making sure that you're kind of well-fueled for that last hour. Well, you're not the kind of guy that probably looks over his shoulder and cares too much about who you're racing against, but who's your biggest threat, do you think, Braden? Oh, it's a bit of a mix this year. Yeah, there's a few kind of up-and-comers. Uh, and then, yeah, it's also the, the cool thing about this event is that it's a, kind of it's an elite field, but you don't actually need to be a reg- registered professional athlete to race an elite. So... Um, the boards are a little bit more open than what Ironman is where you need to pay and have a registration to be a professional. Um, so you do get a lot of people uh, or you get quite a big field on the start line and uh, some of them are, are relatively unknown. So, yeah, you can't sort of take too much for, for just... Well, Braden, looking forward to catching up with you as your season continues. Thanks very much for joining us on News Talk ZB. You go well. Yeah, thanks, mate. Good to talk. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs> and when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.